Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. This episode is brought to you by Twizzlers. Long day, late night, feeling a little bored. Twizzlers is the ultimate sidekick for any moment of the day, no matter what kind of day you're having. The perfect level of sweet and a fun excuse to sit back and relax. Unwind with Twizzlers. To buy now, visit Hersheyland.com slash Twizzlers. TMS is brought to you daily, by and large, by the support of our patrons like Chip, Callum, and Thomas Sorensen. Be like them today at Patreon.com slash TMS. Coming up on TMS, Panster's Local 513. Eyeball articulation. Abbott Hibbett Ibbotson. Passing the Grand Buddha test. My burger is nothing but cheese! Persian, spelled like the rug. Creamy-filled center of the tall people. Falling down the cumberbatch hole. BK, home of the whipper-fapper. Upside-down pulsating fireball. What part of him was blue? I would still say the beard. Wes Anderson's parasite. Name that thing with TV's Travis. Hands-free holding with Bill. Exciting the molecules with Bobby. And more on this episode of The Morning Stream. Just you wait, crimson wizard. I ain't gonna stop until I'm more than powerful enough to take you down. I'm a Catholic and I don't want to hurt anybody, understand? The Morning Stream. What do you say? We get nipple to nipple. No, thanks. Hey, everybody. Welcome to TMS. It's the morning stream for Tuesday, July 18th, 2023. I'm Scott Johnson. And that right there is Brian Hibbett. Hello. The H is silent. I like the H in Uh, there. You know, it's kind of fun for some reason. Hibbett. Hibbett. Brian Hibbett. Brian was my money, Brian. I could call you Um, Abbott. I could call you Ibbotson. You you could call me Abbott like uh, Leo Port does. That's (laughs) the new, the new, uh, Abbott is the new Ibbotson. That's right. Don't forget, you guys, when you bring up Brian, know the name Abbott. Okay. That's right. And uh, and I still don't have a big unit. Hey, um, one of the uh, Pokemon things I opened up yesterday after the show, I have to share with people because those two Electabuzz and uh, the the Pikachu were a little disappointing that they didn't light up, that the batteries had died in the 20 years since these uh, toys came out. Mm. Um, But this one doesn't require any batteries. I totally dig it. I'm excited. I'm going to keep it. It's Meowth. Oh, look at that. He looks... Like, oh, oh look at oh, that. He's oh, got the eyeballs oh, move. Oh, 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 oh. Wow. Yeah. Our eyeball so, articulation, Brian. Yes. Two points of articulation. They're the eyeballs. I think I just caught that thing in uh, Pokemon Pinball. 
Oh, a meowth? Yeah, yeah, probably. I think so. And then you I opened ev- up that little extra area and you got a meowth. <laughs> yeah. And I think I evolved it into, but I don't remember what it turned into. It was like a, or maybe it turned what into a meowth. Does meowth turn into something? Uh, meowth turns into. What's his evolution there? <sighs> See, I haven't, I, I haven't opened up Pokemon. It's just some Dylan other kind of weeks. pocket man, you know? It's another yeah, pocket Yeah, Persian. Man. That's right. Thank you, Becca. Oh, a Persian. Persian. <laughs> spelled differently, obviously, than, you know, the Persian we're used no, to. No, it's spelled correctly. It's, uh, <laughs> Is it really? Becca typed it, so, Becca typed it so quickly. It's uh, P-E-R-S-I-O-N? Persian? Like Persian rug? Like? Yeah, not, not O. A-N, yeah. Oh, P-E-R-S-I-A-N. Yep. Okay, so it is different. Because that's still, it's okay to describe rugs and cats as Persians. Yeah, of course. And, and princes. Right. But a person, you, you never, you never say anybody's <laughs> a Persian. No one ever, you never say, "Hey, you're a Persian, aren't you?" You never say that. No, you never say that. No. I, I guess I don't know. That's. Uh, I guess you like could have, have. You can well, still say Oriental cats, Oriental rugs, but you don't say, "Oh, that guy's an Oriental." Well, I think Persian's different though, right? Because it was actually Persian's a, different because it's the it's what turned into Iran and Iraq. Is that right? Right, but they were like an empire at one point. They were like a you know because you can't say it because it's Persia is not a country anymore. Yeah, so you, it's like <laughs> saying uh, Istanbul. Uh, is now Constantinople. You know what I mean? You can't say Istanbul anymore. <laughs> you don't say Istanbulian. <laughs> Persia was an actual country, but isn't anymore. So you can't call somebody a Persian. That's true. Oh, for, really? Okay. So for a while there, though, people, you do still you do do still identify as Persian. A lot of people saying you can still. A lot of people saying you can still call them Persians. Yeah. I'm gonna call them. I'm gonna call them Iranians. <laughs> The Persians, man, at one time. I couldn't do it, but I'm going to do it. They were like, you know, Roman size, big old freaking going to try to take over everything size. They were big for a long time. And then they went, uh, we're not so interested or what. I don't know what happened. This is a terrible history lesson. (laughs) Hey, everybody, go look that one up on Wikipedia. I don't know. I guess you you say, uh, I guess you say, you you can't say Persian. You just can't say Oriental. Okay. Yeah, the Oriental thing. Rug or a cat. Because Oriental was like, they tried to lump everybody into that from the Orient. Yes, exactly. It was like a, right. But where Persian was like an actual deal. But if I say my country, Persia, if I say my brother's Oriental, he's going to not love that. He would be annoyed. My brother would be be mad. Although I think my brother might be going on strike because they got that whole UPS strike going. And uh, he, he might be on his own little picket line coming up. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I feel like, uh. Do we need to do we need to figure out if there's something that we can strike about as podcasters? Because I feel like uh, uh, there are going to be more people striking than not, and I want to be I want to be part of the the in crowd. Well, you and I need we need our own union, so let's think mm-hmm. about that. Um, let's let's call it the um, we need to we need a cool catchy initialism for it, right? Like sure, uh, sure, yeah. Uh, podcast. So instead of Teamsters, we're Pantsters. We're Pantsters here at the Frog Pants. Frogsters. Yeah. yeah. Frogsters. So it could be the FP. A, the Frog Pants Association, or you know, furry pet. It's uh, way better than FAP. Yeah, well, let's not be. <laughs> we're gonna be part of the FAP. The FAP. Be part of the FAP. Yeah, because people say SAG AFRA. AFRA. We could say the FAP. Yeah. FAP, and we're going FAP on strike. Astra. And until our demands are met, uh, which we don't have written up yet, we'll work on that. We'll get our demands together. <laughs> Pantsters Local One Fifteen. Yeah. See, this go. is kind of the quality uh, writing that you guys do for our show. That's, That's right. None of them. Stuff. None of them are in the union, so we can do it. They're not scabs. They're because um, we don't pay them. No, Yay. You guys get paid nothing. But thank you for helping us out on Patreon. We we appreciate it. Uh, okay, real quick here, I wanted to just get a PSA out because a lot of people are asking okay. about it, especially international people. 
we had a bunch of delays happen. It's a long story, but the free comic book day stuff we do in May, they usually ship mm-hmm. by June. Most mm-hmm. of them in the U.S. have shipped, maybe mm-hmm. all in the U.S., I think. But all, but some of the international ones have been going out slower. Some went last week. Some are going today. Like there's mm-hmm. just we had to spread it out a little bit. Also, there was a big move in the warehouse back east where I do all of my stuff out of, aka Dave. <laughs> he had yeah. <laughs> he had a giant right. move and had boxes and all this stuff to move. And some of those prints got put in a place that we didn't know we hadn't shipped uh, them yet. Anyway, long sure. and the short of it, uh, they're still going out. If you got questions about that, I put a blog post up on Frogpants.com. You can go read about it. But basically. They're on their way. And if you haven't already got them in the U.S., you should any time. And if you haven't got them internationally, the reason is this delay. So that's the deal. And they're free, so you'll all be fine. You'll get them, all right? It's not like you're not going to get them. You'll get them for sure. But, you know, they're free, all right? They're free. What do you... Come on. And there are thousands of them. Carter and I had to hand sign thousands and thousands of free prints, like we do every year, and we're happy to do it. But it takes time. And all time. this while you're trying to get dungeon murder stuff moving. Yeah, it's a lot. All it's that. a lot. Man. It's a lot. It's a lot of it's stuff. It's a lot going on. So anyway, they're they're on their way just a little about a month later than we had we had hoped. Uh and dungeon murder's coming on very nicely. I got I think I'm done with all the proof, all the oh, cool. rules. We've checked everything. I've had multiple editors go through it, fine tooth combs. I don't know what else there is to do. It's just we it's ready to print. Nice. So Ooh, I'm excited. That's step next. As a, as a backer, as backer number one. Yep. We're call, even if you weren't number one, I'm calling you that. You're number backer one. Backer number 118. You're number uh, one. You take the con while I go down to, uh, the, uh, to the medical bay. <laughs> You're number one. All right. Uh, I'm, ex- I'm excited about it. Yeah. Very excited. I am it. too. I'm mostly, you know what I'm actually looking forward to the most is I've got this final proof deck here that's basically the finished deck. And I'm mm-hmm. going to take it to our family reunion and just play the living oh, shit out cool. of it. Oh, yeah. cool. So that is, uh, that's, the, well, we talked about this, right? It's the last week of uh, the month. Yeah, the go- I'm gone from, uh, let's see. Oh, it's a Thursday to a Monday, so I think the only TMS day that's going to get affected potentially is the Monday. Is the is Monday, because right? I think we'll, we'll do the show on Thursday before we leave. Mm-hmm. And then, wait, is that right? Yeah, that should be right. And then back on the first... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I will be back too late, but we'll start on the on the uh, sorry, we'll start on the first August first. We'll we'll yeah. start. Yeah. So uh, oh, yeah, we, so we I guess that means our uh, play date has to be on the twenty second or the week uh, the the twenty first or twenty second. Yeah, which this is Friday, this Friday <laughs> or Saturday. <laughs> Just dawned on me. It's like, oh, there's only two weekends left of the month, and you're gone for one of them. So I think it has to be play date weekend this gotta be, Yeah, we got to figure that out. So we'll get with all Monica. Right, we'll talk. We'll, we'll get with Monica. We'll, we'll uh, figure that all out. We'll let you guys know. Anyway, if yeah. you have any other questions about that whole uh, free comic book day thing, uh, just let me know. Send me send me an email or whatever, and I'll let you know what's up. Uh, we got a quick email I'd like to get through before we do something kind of fun here. Uh, this is uh, Jeff Sire up in Canada. He would like to have a word. Oh, I have to do this. Sure. Here we go. By the way, that thing's like 40 years old this week. Uh, Akira, the movie. Oh, is it really? Something wow. like that. Th- 30-something years? I forget. Jeez. Uh, but it was just someone. Yep. A big flesh monster out there. It's gross. Yeah. Anyway, Jeff says, hey, Scott and Brian, when trying to guess fake cities in the game Wednesday, this would have been week before Wednesday. Yeah. Brian said, there is no government in the Shire. <laughs> Uh, this is not correct. In one of the appendices of Lord of the Rings, Tolkien says Sam becomes the mayor of the Shire. Unfortunately, man, uh, Sam dies in prison after several boxes of secret documents were found in his Po-ta-tubin. Po-ta-tubin? Can I help you with that? Please. Potato bin. Oh, potato. 
I don't know why that didn't yeah, ring for me. Exactly. But I may not be remembering this part correctly, says Jeff. Yeah, I think that last part may be apocryphal, but the... Uh, uh, I looked it up. He's right. He was the There's mayor. There's no secret documents you could find in my potato <laughs> bin. I keep them. I declassify, I declassify those secret documents. Yeah, still working that uh, part. I like it. Yeah, it's good. Yep. That, that, was uh, the, that was the last secret ingredient that the Iron Chef needed to... Uh, to <laughs> yep. Poor genie. <laughs> his, his secret ingredient. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. he was the mayor, so that, that implies local government. Yeah. Uh, in the yep, shire sure does so, all right fair enough you know i don't what? know i don't know why it came up that because uh, i think we were saying um we were trying to identify fictional cities yeah and we said the shire is in a city because it doesn't have a government oh i see what you're saying yeah and it may still not be it still could be a province or a village i mean a mayor yeah, can be exactly. i mean just you know a mayor does not a city make mm-hmm. does like- it in this think. new t- this new TV show, there is a mayor in Silo. Doesn't doesn't make them, mm-hmm. you know, a city or a country. They're just right. A what big about East Town? Because I remember there was the show uh, Mayor of East Town, and uh, right, and she didn't even have pol- political office. She was just <laughs> she didn't know. No. I don't know how that happened. She yeah. just had a hard life. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that show was good. It was so good. They're done yeah. with that, right? That's not a thing I'm getting again. I think it was. I think it's a. It was a one off. Yeah, that's a shame. That's one of yes, my favorite. I know. Before you write in, I know it's not Mayor of East Town, okay? Yeah, we know. That's the fun Come of the name. Now. It's a double meaning deal Come kind of now. thing there. All right. Uh guys, you've had him on the yeah. show before. He's you've you've heard his name mentioned. You've also had him as a guest host before. Uh it's TV's Travis, and I'm gonna add him to the to the call. He apparently has prepared something maybe special. I don't know if it's special. Mm-hmm. Special for us. All right. A special well, little we'll treat decide. for us. Oh, hi. Hello. What's going on, TV's Travis? Oh, you know, just uh, just hanging out, ready to, to quiz the two of you on some stuff. Uh, nice. You know what's weird? Having you on today versus when I f- we finally all got to physically meet in Vegas. Uh, between mm-hmm. the three of us, we are the tallest three people on the air right now. <laughs> <I know. laughs> we really are. Oh, t- t- Travis, yeah, is, Travis is like not frighteningly tall, but when you see him, it, sh- <laughs> it shocked me. I was like, oh, we, shit. We are an intimidating bunch. If you don't know us, mm-hmm. before you get to know the little uh, uh, creamy filled center uh, of each of our uh, respected donuts, mm-hmm. uh, we're, <laughs> we're <laughs> yep. My okay. uh, yeah, no, it, but it, it was handy for uh, for finding each other in crowds. Uh, in yeah, Vegas. for sure. Oh, for that sure. Yeah. Nice. Plus, you were like a beacon of blue beard. You had that tinted blue beard. Yes, thing going. that's right. Yes, so. the blue hair and the hat. And yeah, I could see you halfway across Clark County. That was awesome. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, anyway, uh, you're here, and we're gonna do. You know, I should have some music for this. Uh, let's see if I got anything fun here. How about? Uh... Oh, I'll, I'll use that for Monica. But I'll use it for you. It doesn't matter. No uh, we're gonna have a little uh, trivia game of sorts. I'll let you explain it, and then uh, I guess Brian and I are playing. So, how's this gonna work? So it's a uh, name that tune style quiz. Um, right now, the the placeholder name is name that thing. I'm right. sure I'll not come up with anything better than that. Because <laughs> naming naming things is not my strong suit. Sure. Um, but what we'll do is uh, we'll have some rounds of trivia. I will give you a category, right. um, and I will give you the clue type, and then you will bet on how many clues it will take you to answer. Oh, okay. Uh, and we'll we'll go back and so and we'll, uh, bid, we'll and basically it, say I can name that thing in six clues, and then the cor- other person will say, "Oh, I can do it in five. Yeah. yeah. So you know, well, <laughs> as an example, if I said movies and uh, I wanted to get uh, but go by cast members, 
Mm-hmm. Uh, and I started talking about uh, in in so Scott says, well, I can I can do that in five. So yeah. Brian, you get a chance to say four, and then Scott could rebut and say, I'll, I'll do it in three or go ahead. And then I give you your cast members: Harrison Ford, Sean Connery, uh, John Reese Davies. Mm-hmm. Pretty okay. obvious. Clearly, that's Indian uh, Jones. Patriot Games. I mean, yes, <laughs> yes. yeah, Patriot Games. I love so that's that. how it'll go. Um, the the fewer clues you use, the more points you get. First to five points wins. And uh, you're playing for Tadpool members that can't join today. I have a couple of little prizes uh, that I will send out. U.S. only for these because they're physical items. Well, I'll tell uh, you yeah. what. Just for funness, we'll we'll throw in a couple of random Steam games as well for uh, for our winners. So we'll, let's, okay. let's, uh, we'll pile that on top of whatever you're sending them. That'd be great. Nice. Uh, Scott, you're going to be playing for Jen Brown, mm-hmm. who uh, goes by the name Oddly Strange. She's in uh, Glen Allen, Virginia. And uh, I'll be playing for Bob Decker, Scooby Dad, in uh, Lakeland, Florida. Scooby Dad? Fantastic. Scooby Dad. My least favorite Excellent. Scooby-Doo spinoff is terrible. It's not good. <laughs> yes, it was horrible. Yes. No one likes Scooby Dad. Worse than Scooby-Dum? Oh, dude, worse, worse than, than Scrappy-Doo even. That's how mm. bad it was. Oof. Scrappy-Doo Oof. It was Crappy-Doo. That was a terrible character. <laughs> it should have never right. existed. I think that we Put as a up. people... Put him up. <laughs> we, oh my gosh, dude. I haven't heard that in so long. <laughs> that just brings back nightmares. All right. 100% anyway. agree. All right, let's do this. Okay, so round one. Uh, Scott, you're going to get the honors to go first. Okay. Our category is a movie. Uh, it is, I will say it is a movie from the 1990s, and we're going to go by cast members. Okay. So, Scott, you get to start. Uh, we'll start the bidding at five cast members. Uh, I think I could. So can I say lower, right? I can do that now. You could, you you could say lower say if you want. You could say five if you want. I'm yeah. going to say I can do it in four. Four? All right. Yeah. Brian, how about you? Do you think... Uh, do you think four is enough, or do you want to do you want to go lower? I can name that movie in three cast members. Three cast members. All Damn. right, Scott. Yeah. Uh, do you want to go for lower, or do you want to make Brian go for three? I'm going to try to go for three. I'll do. I'll do three. You got to do two. Or oh, I have to. I can't. I can't equal it. Yeah. I have to go. Yeah, yeah it's po- it. poker rules. Razor. Razor call. Oh shit! Two people. <laughs> no, I'm going to make Brian do it. Okay. All right. Good. So, Brian, you're guessing in three. Here are your clues. Kevin Bacon, Jack Nicholson, Kiefer Sutherland. Uh, Kevin Bacon, Jack Nicholson, Kiefer Sutherland. Sutherland. That would be... Oh, geez. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin Bacon, Jack Nicholson, Kiefer Sutherland. Uh, this should this feels like it should be obvious. Um, We're going to need an answer. Uh, all right. Well, let's say uh, let's say Flatliners with Jack Nicholson as the special guest star. <laughs> uh, incorrect. Oh, incorrect. Uh, eh? Hold on, I got for that. Uh, I'm gonna say. Oh, of course. JFK? Also incorrect. Damn okay. it! Uh, the chat no. room has it. Oh, it's a, yep. Uh, uh, that is a few good men. Oh, a few good men. Good men. <laughs> I can't handle the clue. Yeah, I forgot about the All right. connection. That threw me off. All right. <laughs> yeah. No. Round two. Round two, we're going to do where a you band. Because it's not always, the, uh, not always the top build, not always the Tom Cruise and the Demi Moores and stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Correct. Gotcha. Yeah. I, yeah. yeah. Right. Uh, so round two, we're going to do, Brian, you get to start this. It's a band. We're going to go by song titles. 
Okay. Song titles All right. from this band. Uh, this band, I will say, has been uh, active uh, since the early 80s um, to now. Okay. Oh, we're still going. All right. All right. Uh, I'm going to start the bidding at five song titles. All right. Five song titles. Scott, do you think you can do it in four or less? I will try four. Yeah. I'll think four? I can. All right. Yeah. Brian, how about you? Uh, last chance. Raise or call? I will raise really lower to three. <laughs> okay. Three. All right. Three uh, song titles. Here are your song titles. Oh, wait, wait. Scott gets to... Uh, Can I counter or no? Can I not counter? Yeah, he gets to counter. Oh. Does well, he? Um, or is no, it only, it's, only it's, two? It's one back and forth. Oh, okay. oh really? Oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, All, right. Yeah. All right. Then name that band, says the audience. Okay. So your, your song titles are Fuel, For Whom the Bell Tolls. Oh, shit. <laughs> Lux Eterna. Gosh dang it. Could that be uh, Metallica? Damn it. <laughs> that is correct. That is Metallica. That's an easy one. That was kind of an easy one. Uh, that was a little bit give easier. Give me fuel. Yeah. Give me fire. Give me that which I desire. Yeah, I should have. I wanted to. It's tough with song titles. It is. It really is. That's too a... obscure, but I wanted yeah. to like. As a... sure. We're working it out. It's a, it's a yeah, new game. Yeah, no, I like I still like it. I'm still digging it. I'm All right. digging it, too. All right, Scott. We are now uh, round three. Uh, our category is actor. Okay. And we're going to go by movie titles that this actor oh, I like has this. been so in. So going the other way. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. I can All right. do it. Um, I can do that in two. Ooh. Two. Ooh. All right. Brian, can you do it in one, or do you want to make Scott do it in two? Scott, name that actor. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Here are your two uh, movie titles. Okay. A Fantastic Fear of Everything. Yeah. Star Trek Into Darkness. Um... Boy, a fantastic fear of everything. Wow. <laughs> Have you even heard of that movie title, Scott? No, that is new to me. Um, <laughs> oh, it's a good movie. Uh, Wait, you haven't seen A Fantastic Fear? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll just guess. And you have no other hints around this, right? That's it. That's all I get. Those are your two hints. No, no, none of this. This guy's been acting since the early '80s or anything like that. Um, he started acting in the late '90s um, late on television 90s. and moved to films in the early 2000s. TV and then films. Oh, um, uh, uh, um, oh shit! Uh, the uh, Scotty. Uh. uh Shaun of the Dead and uh, uh, Simon Pegg. Simon Pegg. That is correct. Oh, well done. Nicely done. I mean, whoops. I hit the wrong button. Yeah. Woo. <laughs> that actually was painful. nicely done. That's a good one. That, that I I, I wow. thought for sure a fantastic fear of everything would trip you up. I think what I helped would, me. I would have gotten Cumberbatch, although uh, was into yeah Into Darkness was the con one, right? Yeah, that was yep. that was yeah. Cumberbatch. Yeah, because sure. it did sound like a British movie. So I mean, Simon Pegg also qualifies. But man, I would have. Uh, you know what? Hell, I, I mean, I will down the Cumberbatch hole. I did, I will admit <laughs> that your your hint about late nineties TV and then jumping oh, to movies because it's spaced. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah kind of did it. Yeah. All right. All right. So we are currently tied at three three. We go to five points. Uh, we're at round four. Okay. So round four is another band. But this time, Brian, you're going to be guessing album titles. That's the first thing you're going to be uh, betting on. It's how many album titles? Oh, album titles. Okay. Yes. All right. Um, I will say four. Four. All right. Scott? 
<sighs> I feel like stakes are high here. Oh, this is a delicate area to compete with Brian on. It's hard. <laughs> I'm going to say, I'll say I can do I it. I didn't plan it this way, by the way. No, I know. I know. It could be either of us. Uh, I'll say I can do it in three just to keep things competitive here. Three. Okay. And Brian, you have one chance to say in fewer than that or make Scott go for three. I'm, I'm going to go for two. You're going to go for two. I'm gonna go. All right. Name All that right. band. Okay. Two Name that band in two right. album titles. Your album titles are October. <laughs> Shit. No Line on the Horizon. No. That would be uh, the band U2. Damn it. That is correct. I mean, sorry. I'm I think one of those way. ended up on my iPod and I didn't want it. Uh, <laughs> That was wasn't that pop? Was or am I thinking of a different no, one? No, pop wasn't. It was a different. It was. It was I don't remember which one. one. Was it? I think pop? it was no line on the horizon. Automatically got loaded on people's iPhones or. Oh, was that one? Was that the but one? But pop. I, I think pop was when they when Apple came out with the black and red iPod. I think pop was. I think all the whole YouTube library up to that point was included. I on thought that. pop was nineties. What am I thinking that? It was. That 90s. might be. Oh, oh yeah, and the iPod was. There's no yeah, iPod in the nineties. So the black. Yeah. What was the black and red iPod then? Uh, I guess how to make a nuclear bomb, maybe. Oh, freaking, I don't know. I don't there was one. There was one iPod that had the whole YouTube library included. Was it a black and red? Uh, I remember wanting red, it, uh, kind of. I remember thinking it was cool. Mm-hmm. Looking. Yeah, the black and red iPod was cool. I will. I will say that. Uh, so that makes Brian our winner this week. Oh my this, good lord! Look time. at that. That's well, five points done. for Brian. Yeah, well done, dude. That's amazing. I really like that game. That's freaking That's fun. fun. Yeah. I think we'll, uh, you know, because we're so busy quizzing everybody else, once in a while it's fun to have somebody quiz us, and I think we could make mm-hmm. this a semi-regular, you know, maybe once a month or something, bring him in and yeah, do a I little like of it. this. What, what do you think, Bluebeard? Do you like this idea? I uh, I like it, yeah. Is your I'm beard up for it? For that. Is, yeah. is your beard still blue right now? Uh, no, beard was never dyed. It was my hair that oh, was blue. Oh, I mixed it no, up. I honestly, right. yeah, you, you could have held a gun to my head and said what what <laughs> part of him was blue, I would have still said beard. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. That's just so what I right now. It's all it's all uh, washed out and just kind of blonde. Yeah. Um, but uh, it'll be blue again soon. Well, we love a blonde right here on cool. TMS. Very cool. Uh, it's TV's Travis everywhere you find him. He's got a podcast too. Tell people about your awesome rad show you do. Uh, yeah. So my main show is uh, Wait You Haven't Seen, um, and it's a movie podcast where somebody's watching a movie for the very first time. Uh, this this week. Um, I actually have a new episode. It will be out tomorrow where I saw The Life Aquatic with Steve Zissou for the first time. I had never oh, seen it. This was and you, uh, you You haven't seen. This was it. me because my friend Phil Keating from the Botched Podcast and Amy Frost both heard about that mm-hmm. and began berating me constantly mm-hmm. saying you were going to watch. So I finally was like, fine, the two of you come on and we'll talk about it. And uh <laughs> Apparently now I'm going through all of Wes Anderson's. That's what I was going to ask you. Okay, was this the first? uh, How many Wes Anderson films had you seen before this? Uh, One. I had seen Rushmore. Oh, Oh, wow. Okay. Rushmore's awesome. I love you getting the experience all that for the very first time. Oh, it was was amazing. Uh, So that that episode will be live uh, tomorrow um, on the feed. And the easiest way to find that, because I don't name things well or know what SEO means mm. um, go to tvstravis.com <laughs> and you can find the feed for it there alright there uh, you go because I put punctuation and stuff in the name which is just dumb that's trouble that's trouble <laughs> yeah. it's, it's uh, well having you here has been great thanks man stay safe thank you we'll for see having you in me. the chat bye now that yeah, was fun that was a lot of fun Rainbow <clears throat> Bright you've never seen a Wes Anderson movie no interest I, I feel like no I interest I feel like you've got to go watch Rushmore 
for me. Just do it for me, Desiree. Uh, uh, if you don't like it, I'll give you your money back. How's that? Yeah, do that. Or watch... I don't know. Fantastic. Once Mr. you watch Fox? one, you just keep going, dude. I love them all. Yeah, I, I feel like Rushmore is the good. It's the good entry level that gives you know. It's that's funny. It's quirky. For me, it's. Uh, I think I would start. Well, I don't know if I'd start with one of his animated ones. Is the thing. Yeah, those are those are better as a fan coming in, right? Mm-hmm, I think, mm-hmm. um, and I think yeah. they're excellent. But I think maybe maybe Moonrise Kingdom's a good starter. Oh, that's not bad. I don't know. Maybe even this new one's supposed to be a Asteroid most, City. Yeah, yeah, it's supposed to be as I still haven't the seen. French. The French Dispatch is good. Yeah, I enjoyed that. If you like, an, if you uh, like anthology stories, French Dispatch is very good. Yeah. Um, yeah, I I feel bad. You should watch those. There, he's a one of a kind voice. Like you're looking. You want Tenenbaums? God, which one do you start yeah, with? Yeah, Tenenbaums uh, is great. But if you want something that's really unique, you're sick of the same old stuff. Yeah. He's your guy. No one makes yeah. movies like this guy. Yeah. Oh, unfortunately, uh, uh, Rushmore is not uh, currently being included on the streaming service. Boo. Um, neither is Moonrise Kingdom. Boo. Neither is Tenenbaums. Uh, Grand Budapest is on Hulu, as yep. you know. Yep. That might be. Maybe Maybe you start with that one then. Oh, French Dispatch is on Max. Right. And I think Fantastic Mr. Fox also on Max, I think. Yeah. Or maybe yep, Prime. Nope, it's on Max. Is it Max? Okay. Yeah. But yeah, there's a smattering of them out there. Grand Budapest Hotel's very, very good. Yeah, that is really good. That might be where I'd say she goes first. Because if yeah. you like that, yeah. you'll love everything else. And if you don't like it, that's okay, too. That's right. I'll give your money back, Desiree. Yeah, Brian will give you all <laughs> your money back. So that's maybe, maybe uh, yeah, Grand Budapest, Budapest, Grand Budapest Hotel would be the would be the test. Buda, <laughs> would be the uh, the Grand Budapest the lit, is the when, test. That's when you want to be a Buddha Buddhist monk and you have to go through. That's a right. You got to take the Grand Buddha test. Yeah, take the Grand Buddha test. <laughs> uh, we're gonna do some some news, yeah. uh, uh, which will be fun. So here you go, everyone. <laughs> It's time for the news, and it is brought to you by Dirt. Because sometimes an album is so good, you never get sick of it. Yeah, I realized and yesterday. That is a good one, Allison Chains. Yeah, yeah, all of my of all my '90s era music, I think Dirt from Allison Chains is the one that holds up every time I hear it. Mm-hmm. I just never get sick of it. Even Rooster, which got overplayed at the time, I could mm-hmm. I could listen to that right now. It's Here great. Here comes the Rooster. He had a voice and a sound like. So cool. Why do these guys have to do heroin? Why all the best ones do heroin? You know? Lane Staley, man. What a stud. Anyway, if you're bored and you want to go back and check out why that was one of the greatest albums ever released and you can handle a little bit of grunge in your life, check out Dirt. Mm Yep. Burger King has a new offering in Thailand. We've been putting this one off for a few days. Yeah. It has no meat and 20 slices of cheese. Mm. <laughs> any any other like is it's not even grilled cheese like it is just from the looks of it it mm-hmm. is just a it is a, a bun a bun and a bunch of slices of cheese between them like no a no other toppings and b i yeah. guess it's melty it is a little melty right but almost like it's room yeah. temperature melty like it doesn't kind look like it was just sit outside in the sun melty. Yeah. yeah. Or it's, you know, we're in the middle of a hundred degree weather. Somebody left it out on the porch. Because the bun shows no sign of heat. No. <laughs> no, there is no heat in that bun. Yeah. Uh Burger King is causing a stir in Thailand with its new offering. It is a literally a meat a meatless, uh nothing but cheese thing. 
the Thai operator of the fast food chain introduced what it calls a real cheeseburger. That's what the, they're calling it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I would I would argue there's no burger, so yeah, it's not a real cheese. cheeseburger. <laughs> it's real cheese. Yeah, that's it. Do you know where the cheeseburger was invented, Scott? Uh, hamburger, Germany. No. No, uh, uh, don't don't multiple people claim it. This is like a controversial thing. Right? Hamburg, Hamburg, uh, I think might be the origination of the hamburger, but uh, the cheeseburger was invented right here in Denver, Colorado. What? Yep. I can go get a bite of the Denver. Is that what you're you saying? Can get a bite of the Denver. So isn't that isn't it um, the, the hamburger part though, or the original hamburger? That, like that, that I think is the questionable. Like, was it Hamburg? I don't know. You know that that's the, you know that's the. The controversy is where was the actual hamburger invented, right? Yeah, so here's the here's the evidence that we have. Okay, all right, tell me. It suggests that the, uh, sorry, either the United States or Germany and the city of Hamburg, hence the name, was the first country where two slices of bread and ground beef patty were combined into a quote-unquote hamburger sandwich uh, and sold. That's important. There's some <clears throat> controversy over the origin of the burger because it has two basic ingredients, bread and beef, and has been prepared and consumed separately for many years by both countries before their combination. Um, whatever that means. Shortly after its creation, the hamburger quickly included all of its currently typical characteristic trimmings, onions, lettuce, sliced pickles, and all of that. Um, let's see. F- fast. I mean, we're king of fast food, so that doesn't count. Hamburger's international popularity is a result of globalization of food. But most people believe, or yeah, it looks like it's just split. People think either Hamburg or here. Hmm, interesting. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Hamburg just because uh, it fits so. It, I love the name that it's like the the you know the sandwicher. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, basically like the Earl of Sandwich. Yeah, like uh, Ich bin ein Hamburger. Yep. Is, <laughs> <laughs> ich bin ein Hamburger. Well, if you're in Thailand though, uh, you got to get this thing. It's ten dollars nine cents. By the way. Oh, no, okay. I'm sorry, $3.01 uh, compared to the usual $10.09 oh, right. for, like, a, I guess, a Whopper or whatever. That seems surprising because I would actually think that the, that amount of cheese would be more expensive than the meat and cheese in just a regular cheeseburger, right? Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, feels like they're they're telling us 20 this is 20 slices of American cheese. Like, this is just bad uh, cheese, I guess. I don't know. It looks bad. Yeah, I mean, you, all right. Just just imagining you open up a fresh pack of Velveeta slices or Kraft singles or whatever. Mm-hmm. Are you eating twenty of those? Hell no. At once? Hell no. no. Hell no. Even this guy. So they got this guy named M. Cheepich. <laughs> He's a twenty-five-year-old. Like I am a Jeep Tech. I am At a Jeep first Tech. Glance is what yeah. it looks like. Yeah. What do you do? I'm a I'm a Jeep Tech. I'm I work a Jeep on Jeeps. Tech. <laughs> uh, 25-year-old IT engineer said she loved cheese, but, quote, this was way too much. Or this was yeah. a bit too much, she says. I could only finish half of it, wiping her mouth with a tissue. Quote, this is an insane <laughs> amount of cheese added into one burger. Food is good when there are other, or when, when things are at the right combination, she says. Boy, if, if that's, that should be on a Gordon Ramsay t-shirt right there. Yep. Things are good when there is <laughs> yep. the right combination. It says here, uh, uh, another customer echoed the view calling the cheeseburger too intense. I may not try it again. I like a few slices of cheese on my burger, but not this much, she says, yeah. 20, 26 year old. Uh, I yeah. think this is just the laziest attempt to be viral about something. I don't mm. think that I don't think that anybody at Burger King said people really like cheese on a cheeseburger. We're going to do this, but let's make sure not to we won't tweet it or post it or you know do any sort of social media about it. Uh let's you know it's just an attempt to be social media viral BS. Do you think they have to work with 
corporate, which is here in the States when you're in Thailand with all that. I wonder if they have their own plan. You know, get, mm. they get their own. Like Japan, McDonald's always does, does stuff that seems yeah. completely only there, right? And no one yeah, else. right. Pizza Hut, same thing. I wonder if they same have a thing. lot of autonomy with what they think I'm is good. I'm guessing they, yeah, they probably don't. They probably can do, they can somewhat go uh, off the rails. They probably just can't like, uh, you know, make the the king mascot run around bottomless or something. <laughs> Well, now you're talking. That's some marketing. <laughs> Let's see you do some sneaking now. Yes, that's not very well. That's a different kind of sneaking, I guess. I'm sure there. You know, I'm sure there's like a baseline. They can't all of a sudden call it the whipper mm-hmm. <laughs> instead of the whopper. <laughs> the whipper. The whipper. <laughs> the whopper. The, the BK whipper. <laughs> Better than fapper, I guess. Yeah. Uh, well, anyway, there's that. I wouldn't get yeah. it. If I were you, no, that's... no. What what burger did you get yesterday? You went out for your oh yeah yeah. So yesterday. we went. It was very nice. We went over to five seventy one again, which is now my new favorite burger place. I freaking love it there, and they mm-hmm. do stuff that if I was a drinker, I'd try it all. They have like whiskey shakes and mm-hmm. crazy stuff. So it's got a whole whiskey bar there, but they the burgers are insane, and they make these amazing waffle fries that just put all other waffle fries to shame. Really, and I, and I really shouldn't eat them, but I did anyway because they're so good. Anyway, I get the basic one, and you'd like, not basic, but the 571, they have a whole bunch of other ones, like the Bon Me and the one with the pineapple, I forget what they call it, just different kinds mm-hmm. of peanut butter and, and uh, bacon and all that. But this one is kind of Freddy's-ish. The, the patties are, oh, really? they do the, the patties that way. The with the crispy meat on the outside, yeah. the little... Oh. Yeah, and that's why you always say, whenever she asks, how do you like your burger done, it's never for that one, because that one is always cooked that way. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. She'll only ask you if you get one of the other ones if you want medium rare, rare, whatever. Yeah, I mean, with thin patties of meat, you you really should not go mm-hmm. rare. Yeah. And we went with you Van. You really can't go rare because it's like, yeah, all right, well, it's just going to be a flimsy piece of meat that falls out on the sides. I showed up there and uh, Van was there. And uh, I didn't know they were coming. I didn't know the kids were going to be yeah. there. There was like a little cool. surprise. And he, oh, I don't have it here to show the chat, but he drew a picture of me. For my birthday. Oh, and I oh, think that's I cool. did you put it on. Uh, I put it on or Twitter or something, but uh, maybe Discord even. But I, what I want to do, let's see if I can find it real quick. What I want to do is make that a tattoo, like that. I would. Oh, put on, that'd be so cool. I'd yeah. put that on my body, so that you know, twenty years from now, he can come to me and go, "Pops," or all that'll be mean on him. <laughs> How, how old do you think he's going to get in 20 years? Yeah, that's a really, really <laughs> good question, actually. I can't find it in here. Dang it. Well, anyway, it's, just, it's this cute little thing. It gave me spiky hair, which I guess I sort of do. Um, anyway, it was really cute. But uh, oh, cool. food was great. Service is great. We love that place. If you guys haven't tried 571, you should. I guess they originated in Tacoma or Seattle somewhere. Mm-hmm. And they've got a few locations that are all heading east. I hope you get one because you'll love it. It's really good. Yeah, I can't wait. I, I hope we do. We've been we've been getting a lot of stuff lately that uh, you know regional stuff. We're about to get El Pollo Locos back here again the first oh, time in twenty yeah. some years. We had them in the eighties and in the nineties, um, but uh, they disappeared about the around the millennium. The the the, the chicken finally got some help mm-hmm. and was yeah. not as was not as loco. <laughs> it's really uh... finally spoke to a therapist and. Uh, it's really good there. I went there recent. Well, not that recently, but when I last went, it was really good rotisserie style. You know, yeah, I like that chicken. Stuff. So I think they've they've cool. upped their game. Do you have slim chickens out there? We do. We have one near us over here. Are, they're they're all right. There? Are they any good? They're okay. okay. I think their fries 
I mean, not that fries determine everything, but their fries are kind of limp and lame. Mm-hmm. But their their a, chicken sandwiches and stuff are good, and their wings are good. Cool. I did a direct meal piece for them, even though I haven't had the food. I want to, but there, there's one way out by the airport. Apparently, it's like, all right, well, next time, wow. uh, next time I'm out there dropping somebody off for lift, I'm going to go to Slim Chicken so I can see the uh, <laughs> try the food that I advertised in a direct meal piece. <laughs> we we had incredibly nice service there once, where they were just. They were new, and you know, anytime uh-huh. something opens new, it's stupid crowds. Oh, and everything. Was this the place that uh, was having their soft opening and let you guys in? No, that was oh. Ch- chicks, something chicks, hot chicks. <laughs> Shit, what's that called over there? Something chicks, huh? Oh, uh, oh, something chicken and custard, slit, not slim chickens. That's another one. Something slip, slippy, slippery chick, something like that. Wow, this is getting better and better, the name of this restaurant. Someone will find it in the chat. I can't think of the damn name. That one is also good. I think Slippery Chicks is going to be the name of this episode, by the way. Pumba Chicks. Chicks Mix. I like the other Chicks Mix is good. I like that. But they're really good. I just can't think of the damn name. Super Chicks? No. Ah. Anyway, they're good, though. Hmm. Uh, Okay, here's the thing. Colorado story, folks. Get ready. Brian, you live there. This is going to be trouble. Okay. Uh, nationwide trend. This is happening all over, but it, but it happened specifically at grocery stores in Colorado for this story. A trend of stealing laundry detergent from grocery stores. On <laughs> okay, the rise. Dude, was... On the rise, man. Who knows <laughs> just why? Just laundry detergent. Like we've we've narrowed down our kleptomania into just laundry detergent as a as a trend. Yep. Okay. It's a thing. Says so a nationwide trend of thieves stealing laundry detergent from grocery stores has made its way to Colorado with an incident last month in Centennial. Where's that? that near you that is way south of me that is uh um the opposite side of denver from where i live like way south and and uh east got it uh it says here three men plus a bald podcaster are suspected of stealing hundreds <laughs> oh well that's a weird i didn't notice that line before that's weird, weird. yeah that's interesting it's, why is that written in a different font <laughs> almost looks like crayon <laughs> why is that pasted on there like a mag that was cut out of a magazine weird um, anyway, it says uh, hundreds of dollars worth of laundry detergent at a Downey Unstoppables and Wash. And when, oh, uh, and Downey Unstoppables in Wash scent booster beads. Sorry. Yeah, it's a whole name of a of a product, and it's a product name that drives me up the effing wall. Because I don't like it. Yeah, I don't like they it. They spell Unstoppables with one P, and I can't. I I I look it in the store. This yeah. is why I'd never steal it because I'd never steal something that is so poorly spelled. I like, love. How it. did that get by anybody? You have standards. That's what it is. Yeah. You, you have if standards. you say unstoppable, oh my god, that our new uh, our new offense, the Denver Broncos offense, offense is unstoppable. Mm. You would spell it with two p's. Yeah. Why would and they you? spell it with one? Yeah. And it it I can't do it. This I isn't like jazz it. where they put z's there. Well, no, that is how you spell jazz. This isn't like <laughs> I'm thinking of the other teams. It's not like Grizzlies right, or like Buzz Krispy or Cream, where they put K's in the for Krispy and Cream. There you go. Like, or yeah. Mortal Kombat with it's, a K. It's like we exactly. Yeah. It's not like a you know an intentional misspelling to be clever. This is somebody typed this. Four people looked at it. All of them. Whatever, yeah, it's doubleables, great. Yeah, I'm I'm busy with this other thing. Yeah, I'm busy over here with our other downy products yeah. that we make. Yeah, oh, it, 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 you you've rattled the cage. You yep. pushed the button, Scott. We the, have. Beep. The Brian is irritated by a product name. 
Well, the getaway driver, uh, this is according to the Arapahoe uh, County Sheriff's Office, mm-hmm. uh, on the evening of June 18th, uh, driver Jor- uh, Jorge Ped- Pantejo. Pantoja. Uh, Pantoja? Pen- Pantoja. Pantoja. Jorge Pantoja. Has uh, been arrested uh, on the 28th of the misdemeanor charge of shoplifting. Anyway, mm. they're still trying to find Apparently suspects. he was stoppable. Yeah. <laughs> And they have two other suspects, one named Robert, the other one named Bugsy. Come on. Bugsy. Oh, my God. Come on. Yeah, Wait. you're going to go to the store, see, and you're going to find the, you're going to go down the laundry detergent aisle, see. Look for the misspelled you know. downy, see. There's a wrong spelling, see. <laughs> You'll know it immediately. They're booster beads, see. We need them, see. Like, uh, I would seriously <clears throat> print up stickers that spell unstoppable correctly and go to the store and put them on the bottles just to... Just to fix them. Oh, I love it. You're like those guys that try to perpetuate the uh, Mandela effect for people. <laughs> yes, the bee on the on the honey nut here. Now, what is it? It was... Uh, what was it? it tiny oh, bunches of O's with an apostrophe. What was it? It was on the John Wilson. How to with yeah, John Wilson. He, 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 went, he went and, he and did it. On. That's right. I love that. Was it? What the heck was it that well, he put one, on the One of them was Raisin Bran with the sunglasses on the little sun icon. He did that. Right, 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 right. Yes. And there were some other ones too, but... I love that. Oh my gosh, I love that. I'm yeah. not even big. I don't like pranks. Not a big fan. Bugs me. YouTube pranking, freaking F off. I don't want any of it yeah. in my life. Yeah. But what John Wilson was doing was not really classified, I don't think, as a prank. It was more of a, I don't know. That guy's a genius, whatever. Mm-hmm. I can't I can't say a bad thing about John Wilson. I love mm-hmm. him. And I no, thought that new crazy. season was coming out. It, it's, it, it is, but I thought it was like it coming, is. coming out. But there's no new episodes. I went and checked yesterday. Um, I'll tell you the date. Um, it comes up because I wrote it in our... We have a... Tina, I keep a, an Apple Notes page that says when things come out. July 28th is okay. when the new season of uh, Good Omens comes out July 28th. The new season of Harley Quinn comes out July 27th. Futurama, July 24th. Good Lord. End of July. What We Do in the Shadows just came out. Um, first yeah. episode of uh, Justified... Forbidden City, whatever it's called, City out, right? Under Siege, yep. comes out tonight. Oh, it's tonight. Yep. I, Kim and I are trying to figure out whether we're going to let it pile up or not. I know. Yeah. I haven't decided. I don't know. That's tough. Because I don't want to hate, uh, hate waiting for Oh, something. my God. Tina and I are watching The Bear. We've got one last, we got one last episode of season two left. There is an episode... So basically, you remember when we talked to Wendy last week and she says, have you guys been watching The Bear? And we both said no. And she says, oh, well, then I won't say anything. And she was about to talk about an episode of The Bear. And Mm. I just saw that episode. Mm. And holy poop. Holy poop. Is it stressful? Like anxiety TV or or, or It's stressful, but it's also like a, oh, it's a little flashback episode. Oh, cool. And oh, my God. Oh, that's. Oh, that's that was so and so. Oh my God! Oh, that's so and so. Oh, that's this other person. And like they keep trotting out relatives showing up to this dinner party, this Christmas dinner, and it's like celebrity cavalcade. It's mm. it's a it's a night of a thousand stars on Weird. that uh, episode. Scott. Weird. And, I need yeah. to catch up and see that. I saw I saw the first season. And I'm not sure I finished it, but I. Not, oh really? I, it wasn't because I didn't want to. I just I don't know. Yeah. It's one of those. Oh yeah, you need to. Uh, <laughs> Dr. Kelly says, do you like people yelling at one another for the whole time? Then you will like that episode. Mm. You're not wrong. Uh, A lot of yelling. Eh? A lot right. of yelling, but boy, that uh, uh, that episode, that whole this whole season has just been fantastic. And you do, if you didn't finish season one, at least go back and watch the episodes from season one, just because it does set up mm. what they need to do in season two. You know what they should do? So since writers are on strike, they can't get a third season going yet. 
if it goes on for a really long time and they can't do it, the third season should just be a GoPro aimed at a, a bear. A video of an actual bear. Just a bear hanging out yeah. in a room or whatever, wandering around. In a room around. with Leo DiCaprio. Oh, now that, now. <laughs> and he could, but that could be, be. But it has to be a bear of a certain age, I guess, right? Right. Uh, it has to be like 19, 20, you know? <laughs> and he needs to be, uh, this can't be in the, you know, because he's a SAG member. He has, this can't be acting at all. Yeah, he can't act. No. Yes. He just has to sit <laughs> there and take it. I think you put him in the room with a bear, you're going to get some <laughs> genuine, genuine reaction from uh, Leonardo. He'll get, he'll get Oscars for that shit. That's how that works. Yeah, be. exactly. Uh, all right, we're gonna do one more story here. Okay. Roller coaster. Oh, this this gives me anxiety. I don't like this at all. Okay. Roller coaster riders were trapped upside down for hours after a mechanical failure in Wisconsin. Oh, uh, yeah, dude. This this is one of my worst nightmares. Summer amusement yeah. turned into a serious nightmare on Sunday. Roller coaster malfunction midair, trapping eight passengers upside down for several hours. That's really bad for several your blood flow. Hours. Yeah. You give yourself an aneurysm or something. This is why this is why you don't ride rides that are in uh, Cole's parking lots, people. That's like right. you know, yeah. go to a legit amusement park. Yeah, like this one. Uh, like this one does not sound legit. It's called the oscillating fire fireball. The oscillating fireball was just <laughs> sliding down from its vertical loop at the Forest County Festival in Cranton, Missouri, or Wisconsin. Uh-huh. There's no way that's. A high-end, well-maintained, no, non-carny. That is a parking lot uh, carnival. That's yeah. a traveling. That's that's uh, some minimum wage worker who says, "Well, I still have about eleven screws left, but it uh, looks like it's all together." Yep. Uh, it looks like fifteen minutes or so later, uh, they got uh, emergency personnel there. They had to request special equipment, though. They have had special uh, ladders and crap to get up there. Sure. So one truck with the capability rising over 100 feet took approximately 45 minutes to even get there. So they're just hanging upside down. All that blood rushing to their head. That yes, is like that's not That's all good. I can think of is the headache from the blood. Yeah. Ugh. It's not good for you. You could be if you had certain risk factors, you're going to get a freaking stroke hanging there depending on who you are. Yeah, and I'm and I'm thinking I'm sitting there going, "Oh my god. All right, what you know, what's the next thing that's going to snap or break on this ride as I'm hanging there upside down?" Yeah. I'd be freaked the whole time. I would hate it so much. Yeah, uh, I would. I would. I would probably attempt to pull my phone out and let people know mm-hmm. that where I was. I don't mean like you know Twitter. I mean like my mom or something. I'd pull it out <laughs> and I'd do. But I would be one of those guys upside down typing on his phone, hoping I don't drop it. You know? <laughs> hoping you don't drop your phone. Exactly. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. All the change falling out of my pocket. Yep. Uh, yep. Can't have that. It's a bad scene. Uh, off-duty firefighter with specialized rope. Uh, rescue training happened to be at the festival at the time of the incident and helped out. Uh, quote, due to the release mechanism of safety equipment on individual cars, all individuals in the car needed to be properly secured prior to release of the safety equipment. Uh, the complexity of that operation meant that the first of the passengers was not safely back on solid ground until 3.20 p.m., roughly two hours after the ride had gotten stuck. That sucks! Yeah. All right, so do you have the photo pulled up of uh, this ride? Uh, let me pull it up right now. I can give it to you real quick if you want it. No, I, I, I think they. Oh, yeah, here okay. it is. Oh my gosh, really? They're in the loop. Yeah, they're in the loop. Oh, oh. Yeah. yeah. Now, now, which so so? There's different stages that you're in the loop. There's the person on the far left who's at the apex of the circle of the apex of the loop, meaning he is hanging perfectly upside down. Right. But then you've also got. The, the person in the very front of what I assume is the very front of the uh, vehicle who is upside down, but also forward. 
Yeah. Which which <laughs> which person, if you had to be someone on this ride, where would you have preferred to be? I don't know, dude. I think maybe there's six cars, it looks like. I think maybe the middle car would be yeah, so best of not... both worlds. I don't know. I don't God. know. I don't know. I feel like I feel like I would rather than be the completely upside down guy i think i would be the front row upside down but kind of forward kind of forward you're you're getting more you're right you're you're getting you're gonna at least get better blood distribution if not not a lot yeah, but a little right exactly but the guy up yeah. top and the one next to him i mean you're ha- you're like yeah. a bat up you're there. you're you're hearing your heartbeat is what's going on if you're <laughs> and then these guys these, uh, these guys have to be careful when they unhook these dudes they have to they're gonna faint as soon as they yeah. stand up, because all that blood's going back. It's just what freaks me out. Uh, two hours, Claire, they were upside down. What freaks me out is, or what would freak me out if I was there, is gravity should have been enough. Like, what what stopped them at that specific point? Right. A brake malfunction, A um, uh, the track not lining up. I mean, who knows? Because that... That is not a place where, oh, yeah, well, uh, they just didn't get enough lift on the previous run, and they didn't get, you know, weren't able to complete the loop. I wonder if it has, like, a mechanism, if it senses a break of something, it has a mechanism Maybe to, like, it just grip stops, it like an stop. elevator kind of thing? Yeah, or like they got, like, uh, what would you call those? Like, the little squeezer brakes? Like brake pads, yeah. kind of. Yeah. What? Uh, yeah. What do they call those on elevators? I don't um, know. They have. It's like that. Yeah. Like an elevator. No, it's the thing that Elizabeth Shue kicked in uh, uh, Invisible Man, Hollow Man. Uh, to, oh yeah. To send Kevin Bacon into the fire. <laughs> yeah. The magical uh, kick switch. The magical elevator release button that you can just operate with your foot on. Uh... <laughs> that movie, dude. Yeah. Still not quite sure how I feel about that movie. Yeah, I guess it's come up a few times, so maybe it means it was good. I don't know. Yeah, I think if you think about a film, uh, you think about a film enough, then that means it was successful in doing what it wanted to do. I think that's the idea. Uh, here's another idea. Taking a break and coming back after the break with more guests. Mm-hmm. We're going to do that. We're going to play a song and come back and listen to Bill Duran. We're going to talk a bit to Bobby, do a little science today. All these things are possible. If we can play a song first. So, Brian, I, you have a little bag, a little song bag there. I have a bag the... of song. Uh, we're going to listen to a band that's called Knock Down, but they get up again, and they're never going to keep me down. Um, this is uh, um, another rocker. This is kind of a rocker week, actually. Probably more, if I'm going to label it more, it's probably like a punk, rock punk. These guys are from Stockton, California. This is a brand new single uh, from their upcoming Knockdown album, which is coming out fall of this year via Wiretap Records. God, I love Wiretap. They send me send me some excellent stuff. Here is the band Knockdown and their brand new single, Breathe. I'm sorry if I cut you off I had something to say Not that I'm more important but I'm leaving this place Sorry if I could do
This episode is brought to you by Twizzlers. Long day, late night, feeling a little bored. Twizzlers is the ultimate sidekick for any moment of the day, no matter what kind of day you're having. The perfect level of sweet and a fun excuse to sit back and relax. Unwind with Twizzlers. To buy now, visit Hersheyland.com slash Twizzlers. Who am I? And why do I exist? And who made me? And what am I expected to do with my life? I'm, I'm living next door to Gunga Din. And we've returned. Tell me who that was again. Sure, that's the band Knocked Down from their uh, brand new single, Breathe, uh, as a prelude to their upcoming album coming out this fall from Knocked Down. Nice. Uh, you're right about wire. Is it Wiretap? Is that who Wiretap Records, yeah. Almost everything, whenever you say that, I think they're all, I've never, I can't think of a song I didn't like. Yeah, yeah. In fact, really I'm, that's true of most of the songs you play, but that those guys in particular, I always remember the name. Um, okay, we are, oh, I'm in the wrong place on Discord. Here we go. I'm going to add Bill to the call. Uh, good old Billy Boy Duran there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we'll see what he's up to. We haven't had him for a bit because he was on vacation. We had stuff, we had things. Uh, but he's coming in hot. Here we go. There's still something wrong, isn't there, Bill? <laughs> hey, look who it is. It's Bill Duran joining us as he does each and every Tuesday, all the way from PunishProps.com. Located somewhere in the Pacific Northwest. Hello, Bill. Welcome back. Hello. Good to be here. Hi. How are you? Hello. How was your time? I guess you had some family stuff and all that. How'd, how'd all that go? Everything good? That went great. Yeah. And then yet yesterday was my anniversary. Oh, happy anniversary. Day. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. yeah we. I forget. I always forget. Every year, we. My birthday lines up with your anniversary, and I forget to say happy anniversary. So sorry about that. I'm going to fix that from now on. All right. We will always celebrate you and the union. Uh, of your wife uh, together forever. There you have it. Thank you. Uh, good to have you here, though. What's uh, what's going on in the world of makers so we can all feel inspired? Oh, I have an exciting topic. One of my favorite topics when it comes to making. I want to talk about work holding. That's right. Mm. Vices, clamps, that sort of thing. Oh, literal work holding. Things yeah. that hold your work. Yeah, I was like thinking uh-huh. it was a, mm. a uh, mental process. I'm doing <laughs> a little work holding right now. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, tell well, tell me more because I I have very few vice grip slash uh, holding tools of any kind mm-hmm. here at the house, so this will be very educational for some of us. All right. So when you're working on stuff, you frequently find yourself in a situation where you need to take the thing that you're working on, the piece, and you need to hold it with something other than your hands. Mm. Usually, it's because you need this thing to be secured so it won't move while you're doing the work on it, so you can use both your hands. Also. It could be a good uh, safe practice, especially if the tool you're working with is like a chisel or something sharp mm. that gets hit with a hammer. Um, most injuries, I think, are chisel related. And boy, do you feel dumb when you are the one who dr- uses one hand to drive a chisel into the other hand. Ow! I'm sure that <laughs> sounds way horrible. Or yeah, I did yeah. that with an exacto knife when I was a teenager, yep. but I've never had a chisel yeah. in my hand. That sounds worse. Oh yeah, it's too blunt. Ugh. So work holding is the solution, and the, the whole idea is you use a tool to hold the work, and then you use your hands to um, use the tool on the work, so that you're not pushing a tool sure. towards your other hand. 
Right. And there are several several places to start here. The first one is just a, a humble pair of pliers. Mm. You mentioned vice grips. Vice grips are awesome because they lock closed and hold the thing really tight. Yeah. Uh, probably everyone's first bit of work holding is a nice pair of pliers. Mm -hmm. uh, you can hold the piece with one hand with the pliers and work with the other hand, and then you got this buffer in between the, the sharp tool and your hand. Keeps your hand away from the pointy end. Very yeah, important. Always. Mm -hmm. that, and that thing pinches, dude. I'm, growing up with my dad, there was probably 50 vice grips in the house, in the garage. Just always mm -hmm. had vice grips oh, around. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, yeah. Vice grips are great. Yeah. Just everywhere. And it, we would fiddle with them. And once in a while, you'd you'd think you were being Get a funny. Get stuck in them? Yeah. Oh, sure. Yeah. Crush yeah. a thumb. Why not? Yeah. Whatever. I, I never say no to a good pair of vice grips. I've got, actually, a friend of mine was moving, and he had a whole bunch of hand tools that he was he just had to get rid of. And I, I he said, take whatever you want. And I sorted through there, and any vice grip, so I took them. I just, I know that I can use them. You can use them as clamps. You can use, they're so handy. Yeah, they're great. Uh, there are a lot of, a lot of other styles of pliers that are helpful. Everyone's probably got a pair of needle nose pliers, mm. right? They probably came I in a. those daily. Yeah, mm -hmm. me too. Probably came in a kit of tools. Uh, there's uh, some fancy pliers called, I don't even have these yet. They're parallel pliers. And when you close them, the jaws stay parallel. So oh. if you need to hold something oh. that's flat. It grips both sides evenly. So kind of like a vice where it, you know, yeah. you close it and, and they, that's cool. So you don't, you're not pinching one side. Exactly. Oh, you're all, oh, yeah. I see. I'm looking at one now. The way they, the, it's almost like got two axes here. So it keeps it uh -huh. flat. That's wild. Mm -hmm. That's yeah, cool. Yeah. And the one you're looking at there, Scott, you notice that the jaws are brass. Yeah. And that's a softer metal, so it's used mm. for working um, so that it won't damage whatever metal piece that you're holding. I got you. So if you got a piece of, I don't know, aluminum or whatever, mm -hmm. something softer, you want to have a softer, obviously a softer right. set of pliers. That's interesting. Oh, yeah. Yeah, look at and that. So, so if you're holding a piece of flat stock, that's how you would do it very securely with a pair of pliers. Another one that I really like, it's a more of a specialized one and I have and I use all the time, is engineer's pliers. Mm-hmm. And the tip of the pliers are rounded so that you can hold round stock in them. So if you have to shorten a screw on your your bench grinder, it'll it'll hold the round screw securely, sticking straight out the end of your pliers. Oh, uh, we have these. I have two or three of these. I wonder why I have these. Well, they... if you the 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 very tip of it is what's different. Yeah, it's this weird serrated like uh, middle bit. Um, but oh, it looks okay. straight on at, at the the image you're looking at doesn't show the the very tip of the looking straight on the tip of it. Interesting. Yeah. Well, they for whatever reason the, every one of these is listed as uh, engineers pliers. I swear I've like oh yeah, of these. it's yeah. crazy. So those those may not be exactly it. Oh, there's uh, scroll down. Was that it? Uh, go back down to the um, there was a close up that showed the curve. Yeah, maybe that one right there. And that why am I pointing? The, stop, stop. Oh yeah. Plus I'm also well, looking at a lag, delay, yeah. so yeah. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, it's not real time. But if but this yeah. one right here, right? This one with the yeah. With there the you teeth. go. That one shows kind of the rounded uh, end of it. That sort of thing. Yeah. Um. No. The there's a, a concave bit sticking straight out the end of it. Maybe I'm oh, uh, maybe I'm using okay. the wrong term. But uh. But basically, it's a, it's for holding round stuff out the out the end of it. Got it. Uh. Super handy. Yeah. Uh, another another uh, category are clamps. Clamps are so mm -hmm. good. 
So this is a bit of a level up because you can use clamps to secure whatever you're working on to your table or your workbench. Mm -hmm. And then you can use both of your hands to work on the piece. Or you can hold a large tool like a bench router or something like that or a hand plane. Or you hold a couple pieces together that you've just glued together with cyanoacrylide. Yep. uh, (laughs) Uh, What is cyanoacrylide? What is that? That's a cool Cyanoacrylate? It's a a glue that I finally found that is the, the thing that works perfectly for resin Oh, uh, yeah. resin prints finally like i've found so many that are like ah try this super glue breaks off try this oh it breaks off mm. uh but uh yeah ca glue cyano that's cyanoacrylate crazy glue most super glues are cyanoacrylate and you can use that accelerant to kick it off and yeah. it'll cure yeah. it instantly that's the oh, good it's stuff great. it's so good nice so clamps are handy there's a lot of different um types as well uh c clamps are kind of like the classic um, but n- uh, recently, the the squeezy clamps where you, you, you um, it's got a lever you pull and it slowly pulls the two jaws together. Usually it has like plastic or rubber jaws, so it's kind of um, gentle on the thing you're working on. Those are ubiquitous now. And if you buy something at Harbor Freight, you usually get one of those for free and they, they oh. suck. But, uh, <laughs> but you really? get them for free. Wow. So is that what this is? Nice. The squeeze action clamp? Um, well, you may not see it for a second, but the uh, uh, it's got like a... I oh, know. I don't know oh, what that is. That's kind of cool. Isn't what that is cool? That? I guess that's a release in the middle. That uh, it's a yeah. squeeze wiener piece. It's like, a, it's like a C-clamp slash squeeze clamp. That's the male version of the, the uh, clamp. Uh, <laughs> the orange and black ones are the one I'm talking oh, about. Oh, I have a ton of these. Guys. Yeah, I got these oh, for yeah, yeah. holding up green screens and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, those are great. Yeah, squeeze yeah. clamps. Or the next to it are the ones that sort of have the lever that ratchets it closed. Yep. Those are really good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, look at that. That's what I want. All of these clamps. Why do are we really like good. this? Why why even looking at this is do I like seeing this stuff? Because so we feel like, ah, oh, this is all I need to make that cool thing that I need <laughs> uh-huh. to make. It's yeah. something it's, this is this yeah. the missing piece. It's like primal in us. It's like built into our yeah. DNA to want to have cool tools, I guess. Yeah. That one's old Bessie. <laughs> and it solves so many tools. Like you said, it can you can hold up your green screen or mm-hmm. it's a temporary solution that it can be permitted if you want. Sure. Use it to clip your phone onto a, a stand so you can take a picture of what you just made too. Mm-hmm. There you go. <laughs> yep. My brother is a joke one time years and years and years ago put one of these on his nipple. Don't do it. Oh, no. Mm-mm. Oh, no. No, he did it because he thought it was hilarious. He's like, I can do it. I can take the pain. No, yeah. no. That's when your no. C-clamp turns into an E. Yeah, E-clamp. <laughs> Welcome to E-clamp.com. Uh, the last category I have here are vices. And vices are like the 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 Hulk of, <laughs> of work holding. <laughs> Normally, um, the... the, the normal kind of clamp would be like a bench vise, right? Yeah. And I have several of these. I actually lucked out. When I moved into this house, there were a couple of workbenches in the basement. One of them had this big um, old school Sears brand bench vise. And it is so cool. It's really useful. You screw those Uh, in, right? Screw them right into your table. Yeah. Yeah, you you lock it down to your workbench. Um, you, You can rotate it usually. And then you spin the lever on one side and it just presses those jaws together so my dad had uh, one of these i don't know it'll take a sec for you to see this but the it was an air the way it attached to the table was through suction 
Yeah. And it had to be and a that, metal table, obviously. You can't do wood. It was, right. it was right there, yeah, with that little lever. Yeah, I remember So the other cool thing about that one you're showing, Scott, is um, I have a couple like that that are made by the company Panavice. It's for smaller things, models and, and props and stuff. Mm. It's really good for And you notice that the base has a it's ball a joint. Ball and socket. Mm-hmm. Look at that. Yeah. So you can put it in any configuration you want. Yeah. Yeah. So useful. You can Ooh. rotate it around so that your work is at whatever angle you want it to be at. Brian, this could be good for your minis and painting and stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, let me show you. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to run grab something. Take me eight seconds. Hold on. All right. All right. Eight seconds, everybody. Eight seconds. It's that movie with uh, the guy from 90210. How long can you stay on the ball? Eight seconds. Right? Do I remember that right? There was a there was a movie with uh, <laughs> I can't think of his name, but I swear there was a movie called Eight Seconds. Anyway, Eight Seconds. You beat it. You um, did it in like six. Nice job. Oh, did I? Yeah. This is uh, this is my favorite little deal. This is uh, like a third hand, but third, fourth, fifth, and sixth hand. Oh yeah. This is like Doctor Octopus uh, level action here, but it's like Whoa. little uh, little clippies. Dude, we got some stoners in the crowd that are going to want that on this. (laughs) I can smoke four blunts at once, man. That's Um, awesome. But yeah, I use these for holding stuff that I'm spray painting or airbrushing or whatever, and and uh, and then holding stuff that that I'm painting. But yeah, you can if you mount this on your chest, you're totally Doc Ock. Like, I get you, Spider Man. Yeah. Plus, you know what? All that overspray that's on that makes it look. Almost a, yes, it like, is so. This was silver when I first uh, used. It. Actually, <laughs> yeah. even even the clips you could tell have been. That's a Fury Road looking business. Yep. I love yep. it. Nicely. So I, I have a set of those on my soldering station for holding um, oh, yeah. wires and stuff where you're soldering them together. Yeah, so you useful. always have to have two hands: one for the solder, one for the iron, and yep. you can't yep. be holding your 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 boards. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So handy. That's cool. All of these things are great. Great additions to any shop well if you're filling out your tool uh box everybody uh, and you're looking for something to hold a bunch of shit down good news we just talked about a ton of them and we hope you learned a thing or two uh but we always like to leave people a little bonus link a little something something what do you got there mm-hmm. yeah so speaking of vices there's this guy uh runs a company called fireball tool and he sells his own tool these are like heavy duty um things for welding and he made his own vice it's this giant heavy duty vice and i want one and he decided to test it against some of the other heavy duty vices on the market by putting it through this torture test and it's crazy what he puts these tools through the stress he hammers on them with a giant contraption uh to see how much they can withstand to see if he's built a vice so the ones that he's testing it against are ones that have been around for a long time. They're kind of known for being the best. And he designed his vice to be better. Mm. And he sets out to try and prove that by torture testing these vices. I thought it was absolutely fascinating. That's very cool. Put- also yeah. related to what we talked about today, which I always like. Absolutely, mm-hmm. yeah. Nothing wrong with that. You could say it inspired this segment. You might say <laughs> it. Uh, well, that's great. Go check it out. Uh, his name again is Fireball Tool. Speaking of, well, we've said something about fireball. Oh, it was the it was the um, the ride that people got stuck on. Brian was called the fireball. Anyway, the nice. fireball, the oscillating fireball. That's right. <laughs> uh, so yeah, go look at that vice. Good lord. <laughs> oh yeah, it's insane. That's wild, dude. That'll hold anything. Your victims, whatever, whatever you need. 
Uh, yeah, I buy way too many of these things to hold my projects, but I guess it's one of my vices. Yeah, uh, nicely nice. said. Hey, you're uh, you're always doing cool stuff, and people should follow you on the place to get that. That's over at punishprops.com, and of course the Punish Props YouTube channel. If you haven't already done so, do so. Bill Duran, thanks for hanging with us, and we'll see you next time. See you later. Oh, that'll, uh, that link, by the way, for you home listeners, you'll find it at quicktms.li. That sounds great. Oh, if you want to participate in half asses and stuff, we talked yesterday about the oh, link. Yeah. Um, it is now on the official site. So if you go to frogpants.com slash TMS, it's also there. So some of you already know other ways to get there, but it will link off there as well. So go yep. check it out. Only fill it out once. And if you've already filled it out, no need to fill it out again. That's right. Don't. Yes. What Brian said. (laughs) Commit it to memory. Right. Bob is hungry. And the soup looks good. Well, let's just see how good. It's Bobby Frankenberger who joins us today. Uh, He's the true origin of the burger. uh, (laughs) Which is great to have. Uh, Bobby is joining us. He does every Tuesday to talk about a little, a little bit of science, uh, runs his own little science podcast, often has great deep thoughts about the scientific world and shares them with us here on Tuesdays. Bobby, welcome back to the show. Thank you for having me. That was quite an introduction. Thanks, man. You're I was um, wondering when it was going to end and, and it finally ended. For some reason, you're, you're slightly <laughs> finally, on the quiet. Finally you, ended. I have you maxed out, but you're kind of quiet. Can you turn your yeah. deal up? Just um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me... Increase your that. gain, a little bit of gainage. Maybe, maybe a little bit. Button, hey, Brian, you want to push that down? How's that? Is that too much? Get a little Still. bit more. Just a tad yeah. more. A little bit more. How about that? Is that good? That's pretty good. Maybe a tiny. Good. You gave us a two and we're looking for like an eight. Yeah. <laughs> tiny more or tiny less? Tiny more. Tiny more. Tiny more. Okay. All right. How about that? That was my wrestling name, Tiny More, for a long time. So Bruce Willis's youngest daughter's name. Yeah, Tiny <laughs> They're estranged, though. They don't talk anymore. Yeah, they're very strange. Yeah. Uh, that's good enough, I think. Um, yeah. Hey, right. what's going on? What sort of science are we uh, discussing today? Um, I wanted to talk a little bit about um, what's going on on Mars and what's going on at NASA. And oh. one is great and then, then leads into some disappointment. Oh, <laughs> okay. so wait. So um, so I'm guessing the disappointing thing is happening at NASA, not a, not on Mars. Right. Yeah, correct. <laughs> okay. Correct. Not a lot happens on Mars no. except yeah. for a little robot slowly driving around. Yep, that's true. Man, you know, you know what I think of sometimes. I get into a mindset where I am in the point of view of that robot. What's the one that's wandering around mm. now? Is it Discovery? The loneliest. Uh, the one that? we most recently sent up there is called Perseverance. Okay, Perseverance. I just imagine sometimes I do this with other things. Like I'll see a rock in a river. Yeah. like a little stone and I won't think much of it, but later that day or at night, I'll think about what that stone's perception is right then. Mm-hmm. Like it's dark out, the water's rushing. You can hear that sound. It, mm-hmm. uh, he's just laying there. There's nobody else around, but what would that world look like to him? I do this with the Mars Rover sometimes. It's a weird mm-hmm. brain thing I get into about sure. inanimate objects being in a place where nobody is. It's, it's the whole, does a tree make a sound if nobody's there to hear it? That it's kind of that esoteric yeah. kind of thing i don't know why i think about it but i do anyway that's not important you're, you're very empathetic so much to the point you empathize with stones stones in, and rovers in a river yeah yeah and rovers that are so far away from me i'll never see that i'll never see that rover my entire life but i think about no. what it sees all the time and i don't mean just the pictures it sends back i mean like how was that little bump what sound are you making while you move around 
Can anything else on that planet hear it that we just don't understand yet? Like that's where my head goes at night, and that's why I don't sleep well because I think about that shit. All <laughs> yeah, night. yeah. Anyway, it sounds it sounds like you uh, you you've got a lot of things going on in your brain. There, <laughs> yeah, it's a mess. But anyway, I'm excited to hear about your hot takes here. So what are, what are we doing with uh, Mars? Um, and so whatnot? Perseverance is is on Mars right now, and it um it does it's doing a lot of data gathering. Primarily, the mission, the main mission of Perseverance is to discover um, evidence of life, is to, to see if we can find evidence of life on Mars, either current or past evidence of life on Mars. Mm-hmm. And, um, it's a god-awful small affair is what that is. <laughs> I got that and, reference. Uh, <laughs> and, um, the, uh, it's, a, it's a tall order, right? Mm-hmm. It's difficult to do because how do we know that we found evidence of life? That that's typically going to come in the form of some sort of like organic molecules, right? Mm, sure. Um, but one of the difficulties with that, especially with a rover, is that we're not there to physically test the samples. So you have to, you're limited in how you can test the samples, and it just it's tricky. It's um, you you can't go through a bunch. You don't have a full lab there to like separate different parts of the sample. You don't have people taking a look at it like you've just got uh, you, what's in place on the machine right mm-hmm. um so one of the instruments that they do have on there is called sherlock that is an uh that is a an acronym for scanning habitable environments with raymond lumen and luminescence for organics and chemicals good lord <laughs> yeah exactly that's a lot uh, <laughs> they love their uh they love their their uh, acronyms over there in NASA. Yeah. Um, NASA itself is an acronym. <laughs> um, the, uh, so, so yes. Yeah, so the whole point is that it's a, it's a, it's a, it's, it basically takes rock samples and it shoots UV light at it. Mm-hmm. And it does more than this. I'm very, I'm simplifying it in case the person who designed this is listening and is angry at me right now. <laughs> it does so much more than that. You're not telling the whole story, Bobby. Yeah. Right. TMS. Well, that's what the guy sounds like. Right? Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, TMS yeah, is exactly. real big with the aerospace community, I'm sure. I'm sure they're all listening. So, so it shoots UV light at these uh, soil or, or regolith or rock samples uh, from Mars. And um, it's sort of like, because it it does it excites the the molecules it gets them excited um and then it causes them to fluoresce which means it causes them to shoot light back out after you shoot the uv light at it got it and they can look at that fluorescence and and read it with their instruments to determine some general information about the chemical composition of what they're shooting the uv light at it's not very specific though right um but you can maybe get like an idea of the types of chemicals that that the that are fluorescing certain light you can get spatial information about like like in this sample maybe you have a rock what part of the rock um, is fluorescing different kinds of light and um, and that tells them a lot about um, not just the types of chemicals that might be in it but also how and when they might have been deposited like if they're if they can determine spatially that there are layers like maybe there's less of a of a the a certain chemical type is is less abundant in a certain part of the rock and more abundant in another part that can just give them information, right? Mm, mm. Do you have uh so would it, if if you if the rover was driving over the top of a family of sandworms, little little buggers we don't <laughs> that we don't know about yeah. yet, not like big dune yeah. ones, but like little baby ones. Oh, gotcha. 
like would a, it, and it smaller than tremor size? Yeah, I'd say a, like okay. you know, let's say it's the size of a lizard or something. Okay, All and right. it's just holding perfectly still because that's its instinct. And this thing rolls over it and aims its little UV light at it. Would that mm-hmm. bounce back UV luminescence study whatever? Would it would it come back with information saying, "Oh, check it out, we found a l- lizard." <laughs> or you know, or something like with that. Is it that even Mars worm? It definitely worm. wouldn't. Yeah. It definitely wouldn't be that specific. Okay. Um, because even with what we did find, because there's news behind what I'm telling you that Sherlock did, and and what it is is they did find signatures of potential organic material. Okay. Um, but there's a lot of maybes in that sentence, right? Mm. <laughs> Potential sign like signatures of potential organic material, or even the word material, organic material doesn't mean that it's that it's an actual organism. It just means that it's uh, it's it's compounds that are very common in or or uh, in life mm-hmm. as we know it on Earth. And then it's only potential organic material because we only know so much. Like it, it's. Uh, Basically, what they're saying is they're pretty. I will say that they're pretty confident that this is a that this is signals from organic material from from organic compounds, but um, there is a chance that it could be something else. That technically, the type of signal signal that they're getting from Sherlock could come from a very specific type of salt called a cerium salt. Mm. But um, but the it also could come from a bunch of other types of organic materials. So the odds are that it came from an organic material, since there's a lot more of those that could give them this signal than this one specific cerium salt, right? Mm. Um, and when I say organic materials, let me let me go ahead and say that. That doesn't mean, like, tissue or bacteria or anything like that. That means... Um, Things like like carbon and and uh, and hydrogen and and organic compounds that are that are found in life, right? Right. Um, it's lots of exciting things with lots of potential. They even found with the spatial information that there are the deeper layers of the sample that they're looking at had less organics, and the and the the shallower layers had more organics indicating that there's been a different amount of deposition over time of whatever this material is Mm. so that's interesting information um the problem is we need to we need to get those samples and retrieve them and actually analyze them mars is very far away we've never had people go there so we're it's, it's unlikely that we're going there to get them but perseverance was sent as part of a larger mission that would eventually hopefully and NASA is currently working on this, sending a uh, what they call the um, the Mars Sample Return Mission or the MRS mm-hmm. mission, mm-hmm. and they're going to send a whole like space station with automated um, rocket drones and and if you remember, they sent like a, a helicopter drone to Mars that is that was very successful in being able to fly around. And so they're going to send another one of those, and they're hoping to retrieve all of these samples. Perseverance is going around taking samples and, and drop, loading them up into into vials, these sample containers, and then dropping, depositing them all over the surface with uh, with information about where they are. So we want to be able to go up and retrieve them. So here comes the part. Here's the bad that news. That is, this is the bad news. Mm, crap. Um, and that is that the U.S. Senate 
has cut the NASA budget for the Mars sample return mission, and they're threatening to cut it even more, maybe take away all the money that they have for it. That's the sound yeah. of that. <laughs> that's, that's the video game equivalent of the sad trombone, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so wait a minute. So, so can they do that without us... <laughs> saying something i don't know yes like, yes the budget the budget we do not vote on the budget yeah that's true um it probably would be a bad idea if we voted on the budget we vote on representatives who will then go and make decisions about the budget right yeah that's true um We're not very and good at uh, that lately. and the nasa budget is always in contention they're always fighting for what money they have and for a while they were getting a lot of money and then for some time they were getting not very much and then they were starting to get more again um nasa has asked in this for 2024, every year they have to ask for the, the money and, and it has to be budgeted, right? For 2024, NASA has asked for $949 million for, uh, for this mission. And the Senate offered just $300 million. Really? So less than a third of what they asked for. And they've even threatened to take that much away. They said, uh, one of the committee members said, quote, um, the committee has significant concerns about the technical challenges facing the Mars sample return mission and potential further impacts on confirmed missions even before MSR has completed preliminary design review. Basically, they're saying we're not really even sure that this is going to be possible. So they so uh, their their take isn't it isn't just government big government. It's just them saying we don't think you're even going to get these samples back and so this is money we're right. just throwing down the toilet. Right. And I wanted to talk a little bit about it because you can I think a lot of people, if they did read this news, they might think, well, what does the Senate know, you know? And mm-hmm. and NASA's trying to do this great thing, trying to discover life on Mars, and and we've even sent something up there to get these samples, expecting to be able to return them, and now you're just going to cut the budget in the middle of it. Um, this happens, but it's also more complicated than, than just the Senate saying like, man, we don't want to spend money on nerd science. Mm. Um, it's, it's actually kind of complicated. Hmm. Um, what they're saying is that they're going to, the 300 million that they're willing to give them right now is potentially able to be rescinded. Also, if they can't provide a guarantee that the total cost of this mission will not exceed $5.3 billion, mm. um, which is a tall order because, <laughs> So I was reading about this on Ars Technica, and they they said that 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 um, they're reporting that internal discussions at NASA are talking about how the costs could reach nine nine billion dollars for this mission. Mm. It's very expensive. They've already spent one point seven three nine billion dollars to date um, on this mission. Yeah, when you and think so, it, it sounds like giant numbers. Compared to other shit in the budget, it's not at it's all. It's really nothing, yeah. It's nothing. It's 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 it is expensive, yeah. And but like you said, it's it's um there we definitely spend a lot more money on other things. But importantly, and this is why this is an actual difficult question and why this is something that they're seriously considering and why there are experts' opinions being given to the committee that's the budget committee that's that's making these decisions, is that the Mars sample return mission is not the only thing going on at NASA, right? Mm-hmm. There's a lot of science and a lot of astronomy that happens at NASA, um, not the least of which is environmental science, which is very important right now, um, like about getting information about climate change. And there are a lot of people inside and outside of NASA that are very concerned that this Mar- this MSR, this Mars sample return mission, could 
could siphon money away from all the other projects that are going on at NASA. Mm-hmm. Um, and so some people are saying that you really, it might be, if, if doing this mission will mean that we have to put on hold all the other science and astronomy that's going on right now. I mean, we've been doing, making some amazing advances in astronomy. I just recently talked about gravitational wave stuff, right? Yeah. Um, if we have to put all of that on hold just to do this one mission, then it might not be worth it. Hmm. And that's what they're talking about, um, yeah. is, is that it might not be worth it to do this, especially considering the end result of this Mars mission might be that we don't find anything. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Right. So That's true. So there's a lot of like this risk involved. Um, I, I think... I think I think all things being equal and unlimited resources, I think many people would say it's worth the risk and time and energy put into it. Yeah. But maybe not in a world where where the budget is a zero sum game. You know, where you've got if to get more money into it, you have to take it from somewhere else. Right. You know? Right. I yeah. I mean, I kind of understand. And your description has given me more perspective on it because my 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 monkey brain initially said, well, there. Are, <laughs> What's wrong? You know, we ain't spending no more money on nerd science. Like I, I had that in my head, and I know it's always more complicated than that. Obviously, and, and this, course, yeah. you know, their their reasoning is actually, you know, if they get a they get a bucket of rocks back that are nothing but rocks, or the samples that they thought were something are just turn out to be a different, slightly different colored piece of sand or whatever. I'm yeah. sure there's some value in those, even in those basic retrievals, but they're not going to be what they wanted. So they have to hope, right? I don't know. I don't know how you get around it. I mean, the rovers themselves just have to be would have to be a lot better at knowing that they had a thing that was extremely valuable to send back, and then the risk would well, be less. You never know. know. And and Mark in the chat makes an important point, which which is an important point um, that no matter what we find from the Mars stuff, whether we find life or not, it's still important information for science. Um, very, very importantly, science is not all about the 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 cool discoveries. It's also about the failures, right? Right. Um, those are just as important, if not more important. Right. Um, so this mission, the information we could get from this is useful. It's just it is just do we want to put all these resources into this very expensive, difficult to do project um, at the expense of all the other things that are that are easier to do right now and just as exciting, maybe. Yeah. Um, and uh, and. And I don't know. Also, if if we don't go back and get it right now, those samples aren't necessarily going anywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, we could just wait a while and and revisit this later, you mm-hmm. know, and yeah. try to get them maybe in ten years, maybe twenty years, maybe thirty years. Who knows? Is there a time? Is there a clicking clock on how long they can rely on what they need out of the rover to do this? Like, uh, um, I don't know about that, but the, the, the rover doesn't have to like maintain the samples. Mm. It actually just drops them on the surface. Mm. Um, so, so they're just on the surface. So as long as there aren't like Mars avalanches or something, <laughs> you're buried. Yeah, right, right. yeah. Or, or some very, very unlucky meteor strike directly on top of one of these samples. <laughs> really strong focused wind. <laughs> we're so, right. we're such litter bugs, man. Like I realize these samples aren't. <laughs> They're not really yeah. litter, leaving, but leaving golf balls all over the moon. Yeah. Uh, it's like yeah. putting yeah. a flag. I like up. to imagine Perseverance just going around and, and just <laughs> taking dumps all over. The place. <laughs> uh, well, that's super interesting. I hope part of me hopes they can figure out a risk analysis that makes it worth it. 
You know what I mean? Because I mean, obviously that's, that's 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 a lot of what they do there is risk analysis. So I'm sure they're figuring it out. And I don't think anybody there, even the people inside NASA, saying that they that that we should not do it. I don't think anybody there is happy with that. Yeah. Um. Everybody wants to get it. So I think even if they have to say we pull the budget on this right now, um. While that's very, very disappointing, I'm sure they're going to try – they're going to be constantly talking about coming back to it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And one day, you know, we get all Star Trek on this and we and we finally – everyone finally dawns on them that me- money means nothing. That we've all – it's a sure. made-up construct and that we just all agreed that it was worth something. We can get there, have the dumb war that will happen with it, right? Have the big dumb slaughtering of 100 million people or whatever happens from the coll- complete collapse of economic ideas. And then we reset – just like Star Trek, uh, the the Vulcans find us. We move on. We bring the samples back. Whatever. We got to go that way. That's the direction we need to go. Where, sure. Where money means nothing, right? Well, so and 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 that's that's great and utopian, and I agree with you. Um, but there's always going to be some kind of an economy, an economy of resources. Yeah. You know, because we don't have we don't have unlimited resources, but the resources may be able to stretch a lot further if, in 50 years, say we have. A bunch of much better technology right. that can get us there um, a lot more easily, faster, safer, stuff like that. Yeah. You know? Well, we just print money anyway. That's how this stupid crap works. <laughs> uh, well, all right then. Uh, this is fascinating. I hope they work it out and um, you know get to bring back those Matt Damon potatoes somehow. So mm-hmm. get out Please. there. Yeah. Shit, shit potatoes. Yeah. Shit, shit potatoes every time. So uh, Bobby, always interesting stuff. Uh, you'll probably talk about this and more stuff over on your podcast. Tell people about it and where they can get it. Uh, the podcast that I do every week is a science podcast called All Around Science. Moore and I talk about whatever's going on in science, whatever we find interesting. Right now, I, I told you last week we were doing a four-part series on the four fundamental forces. We... um. We just started, or we just this one that just came out yesterday is about the strong force, which is the uh, the nuclear force that holds all of the atoms atoms in our body together and keeps them going. Um, the interesting thing is it's all made, it's all works with what's this cool kind of force called the uh, the quantum chromodynamic force. It's a color force. Whoa! Scott, so you might hmm. whoa Green Lantern. We just watched Green Lantern. Color force. <laughs> it really is. I know. Green yeah. and yellow, course. man. Yeah, quarks at their at their core have not just an electromagnetic positive and negative charge. They actually have a color charge that is that makes all this possible. Oh, those uh, sneaky bastards! You know, <laughs> uh, so if fascinating. You wanna, if you want to, if you want to learn about that, look, go on over to All Around Science and uh, and get that. And um, yeah, wherever you get your podcast, cool. baby. Uh, Bobby, mm-hmm. always good having you on. Uh, may your week be full of receiving samples from a place far away. Bye now. Yay. <laughs> All right. Yeah, my t-shirt vendor uh, gives me a color charge. (laughs) Really? Well, they give you a, uh, let's see, do you have to do spot or do you have a magenta color charge, a yellow color charge? Uh, Yeah, they charge you for the whole CYMK. I know. Yes, they do. The whole. The whole four color process. Bastards. I miss spot color. It was nice and boring, you know? Yeah, but those T-shirts last longer when you do the the screen printing. They say they is that, say. Yeah, is that true? I guess it depends mm-hmm. on the process, right? Like some of it's st- that the crispy ones, 
that yeah. are like kind of st- stiff on the shirt, those always crap mm. out. But the ones that feel yeah. like they're meshed, they're like they're like ingrained in the shirt. Yeah, yeah. that's the yeah, kind I really spend my money on. I still need to do, man. Matthew Sargent did some great artwork for me two, three years ago. He's pretty, he's going to say it's been five years, Brian. Mm. Um, uh, for a t-shirt design, I still need to get those things printed. New that cover guy, shirts coming soon. He is a he is a talented mother effort. He is. He is. Pisses me Lesage. off. Lesage. Or Lesage. Is he in the chat today? He probably is. He might be. Oh, well. yeah. Bobby says there are cyan, magenta, and yellow charges to anti-quarks. Isn't that... There's also up, down... There's like another weird quark. Six configurations of quarks. I used it for a guess the connection early on. Oh, really? It was like charm... Um. Oh, man, we're going to have to talk quarks sometime. Uh, quarks are fun. Quarks are fun. Yep, they run bars in the space station. They're great. <laughs> uh, all right. Strange, that's right. Up, down, strange, yeah. Up, down, strange. That's my properties short, of quarks. Yeah, okay. That's my shortcut for the Konami code. Up, down, strange. Uh, that's going to do it for today's show. We got a parting thought via text from a listener named Laundry Scent. We've heard from him many times. Mm-hmm. He says this on TMS. I'm not saying this is a good idea, but I'm surprised I haven't seen a time loop movie about someone with short-term memory loss. Laundry scent. I would argue that 51st Dates is a time loop movie about someone with short-term memory loss. Hmm. And Randy just talked it. about it. It's a time loop movie for everyone else except for the person with short-term memory loss because they're experiencing the, the time loop for that person. Oh, gotcha. Okay, you know what? I haven't seen the movie, we, but that sounds right. That sounds like it we would be We talked about it last week with uh, Randy when it was his recommendal, and the fact that Laundry Scent doesn't remember it maybe means he has short-term memory loss. Yeah. Memento doesn't count, though, because Memento's about... No, uh, there's it's no just time out travel. of order. I mean, I guess he kind of has a short... Because every time he wakes up, he's like, where am I? You get the internal uh, dialogue, oh, yeah. Guy Pierce dialogue. Where am I? Yeah. Okay, there's a mirror. There's a doll. I think this is... Uh, and then he sees the thing. You're in your hotel room. Oh, I guess I'm in my hotel room. Yeah. What am I What am I doing here? You're looking for the person who killed your wife. Oh, I'm looking for the person who killed my wife. <laughs> yeah, no, he has short-term memory, but there's no time travel. It's involved. no real time loop. Only just this wake-up routine is yeah. kind of short-term memory. Or time loop, yeah. I'm in, the, um, I'm in the mood for Groundhog Day. I haven't seen that in so long. I love that. Oh, movie. really? I was going to say, I'm in the mood for Memento. <laughs> yeah, that too. Yeah. We're all we're about yeah. to get a big old pile of open, Oppenheimer, Oppenheimer this weekend, right? That's right. That's right. Yeah. Um, I'm going to... Uh, um, I've mentioned this before, but my recommendal tomorrow is actually going to be a meh commental oh. um, about a time loop movie that I really had hopes for, high hopes for. Um, watching it in preparation for my big film sack bonus episode all about time loop movies. Mm. Mine's all about taking a plane over. That's all I'll say about that. Taking a plane over. There's gotcha. even a word for taking a plane over. God, is this... It, uh, boy, I sure hope... Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to figure out a way to work Luther into this. Uh, <laughs> well, that works. You can find a taking way. Taking a plane over the Rainbow Bridge by chance? Um... Kind of. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. It's really good. I'll talk about it tomorrow. Um, Yeah. Let's see. Rob Walsh also just put this on Patreon while we were doing the show. Mm -hmm. You guys are wrong about Kiss. That is all. Rob Walsh, like the uh, the the head of Libsyn, the uh, podcast four one one guy. I don't know if that's him or not. OG podcaster Rob Walsh. Holy cow! I can't imagine that that's the same Rob Walsh. 
I just, well, you're wrong about us being wrong about Kiss. That is all. Yeah, yeah that is all. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. You know what? I, I, I uh, pat anybody on the back who likes Kiss. Not pat them on the back, but I respect everybody's right to love Kiss. Mm-hmm. And um, watching them live is is definitely the way to to I think to enjoy the band Kiss watching their live videos concert videos yeah it's like Guar um, why would you go to a why would you enjoy Guar on just CDs you have to go right. exactly exactly right so, like nobody cares yeah. about that band there's a lot of bands like that it's like uh, there are a lot of bands like that that I think are better live better uh, performance so like like Ghost is good on any format but I'll bet yeah. you seeing Ghost live is like I'll an amazing thing amazing yeah yeah so I I think Kiss is just they're, they're they're rungs down in quality of music, but the live mm-hmm. aspect I think is still a big deal. I almost disowned uh, Hammond this weekend when he told me that he only likes one Muse album. Oh my lord! Like what? Why? How is that possible? I don't know. I think they were like one of the most consistent bands out there. You can play a song and probably have no idea which album it's from. Like, how is one how is one album okay and the others aren't? It's uh, crazy. Yeah, I'm surprised you didn't just curb stomp him and leave him there. You know. Well, we were at, we were actually at the Dream Theater concert and uh, oh no curbs. I felt like I couldn't <laughs> just ditch him there. <laughs> well, that was a good good thing to do as a friend, I guess. Uh, that's it for the show. Big thanks everybody for supporting us on Patreon. We are nearing the uh, you know latter chunk of the month here, so if you haven't hopped in, uh, July is still a good time to get in. Patreon.com/tms is the place to do it. We do these couch parties and playdates on the weekend. This weekend will probably be a playdate given uh, the schedule. I guess we could always do it the first weekend of August, but we'll we'll figure that out. But uh, either way, we do extra stuff on the weekends. Mm-hmm. We do art shipped in the mail. You get other monthly benefits, daily benefits, even no commercials ever, pre-show content every damned day. And uh, it's all possible because you guys support us at patreon.com slash TMS. Big thanks to everyone who does. That is going to do it for today. I just have to assume you have a cover request. I do. It's a little tribute that um, I, I learned about this uh, by reading this tribute. And it kind of makes me sad, but also wants me to congratulate uh, somebody on a job well done. Uh, September wrote in and said after seven great years the curtain falls on the geek grills podcast uh, i'd like to thank all my co-hosts the jen lunescence linda madcap miscellaneous ray uh rayano and amy redfraggle and jackie hearn for uh, subbing in when we needed i'm proud of what we made and i encourage anyone out there with an idea for a show to go for it so congratulations on a job well done uh, geek grills is a, is a great show yep. and uh, been around for a very long time yeah. Um her request is a song that uh that we found uh, a couple great covers of for her and the one that uh, she suggested is the one I'm going with. This is a song um originally released and written by Kathy Matea. Guy Clark had a big uh, was probably the best known performer of it, but Jerry Jeff Walker um, who uh, we probably know for uh, Mr. Bojangles, <laughs> as well mm. as other things, mm. uh, recorded this version of it for his 2001 album, Gonzo Stew. It's a song all about following your dreams, and it's called The Cape. Here's The Cape. We'll see you guys tomorrow for a Wednesday edition of the show. Be safe, and we'll see you then. He's eight years old, he's got a flower sack cape tied all around his neck He's climbing up on the top to cry, so he's a figure in what the heck He 
screws his courage up so darn tight that the whole thing coming well. Gotta run his start and bless his heart. He headed for the ground. Cause he's one of those who knows his life is just a leap of faith. Gotta spread your arms and hold your breath and always trust your cape. Well, he's all grown up, he's got a flower sack cape tied all around his dreams. He's full of piss and vinegar, ah, he's a busting at the seams. He licks his finger and he checks the wind, it's gonna be do or die. He wasn't scared of nothing, boys, he's uh, pretty sure he can fly. But he's one of those who knows his life is just a leap of faith Gotta spread your arms and hold your breath And always trust your cave Sack cape tied all around his head And he's still jumping off the garage And will be till he's dead And all the years the people said The fool was acting like a kid And since they didn't know he couldn't fly Well of course he did Cause he's one of those that knows His life is just a leap of faith Gotta spread your arms and hold your breath And always trust your cape Gotta spread your arms and hold your breath And always trust your frogpants.com Hey, love that guy. <laughs> that guy's great. We love him. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. 
quince.com slash style. 